Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hey guys, we are here with the John Martz. He just finished uh, giving a message and now we're in the podcast studio and we have a a guest here who's uh, hanging out with us. Uh, We will not share his name for personal reasons. But it rhymes with Schlaten Schlinkley. (laughs) So we're all hanging out here. John um, wanted... Uh, to kind of dive a little bit deeper into your message, I know that this is a message that relates to a ton of people, this idea that um, we have expectations that we place on ourselves, and that other people even place on us. And we have this idea that, man, sometimes it, it feels like we have to have it all together or we have to be perfect. And I know like in my life, that's left me in a place where I feel like, man, I will never, ever be good enough. So share with us some areas in your life, maybe now or in the past, where you have not felt good enough and you've tried to cover those up with maybe this uh, look of you being perfect, uh, having perfection? Oh, yeah. Well, first off, I mean, I'm as close to perfection as it gets, so that's just going to be tough. I mean, that's what I thought. You're very close. (laughs) Don't ask Mel that. Okay, that's my wife. Um, But yeah, I mean, I really think this may not be an exact time, but really my whole childhood, I really grew up in that, in that realm of everything was ranking, everything was comparison. Um, I mean, even just growing up with an older sister who had straight A's, went to med school, graduated top of her, fe- of her class, you know, um, got b- big dollar scholarships, moved out at 17, and I'm just kind of this dude who, like... I didn't get bad grades, but I didn't get good ones. Here's the deal. I was never the best at anything. And there was mm. always somebody who was better than me at something. So I never really felt like I had anything to own. And then when it comes to that, I'm just like, Ugh, since I'm not the best, since I'm not perfect, I mean, why do I even try? Like, why should I at least? Because there's always going to be somebody better. I remember on the playground as a kid, there's this guy, Keiston Terry. Of course, he went on to play, like, college ball. Like, oh, wow. The guy's insane. But, like, I always compared myself to Keiston. I was like, man, he kicks further than me in kickball. Like, all the mm. girls like him because he kicks farther and runs faster. And then, you know, you get a little bit older. And, I mean, uh, I started playing music. And I was like, man, there's always, like, I'm not even first chair at what I'm doing. Like, there's always somebody better. Um, it didn't necessarily make me want to work harder. It almost kind of made me want to give up. Mm -hmm. Um, so like what I kind of said in the message, when you're not perfect, when you mess up, you kind of got two options. You can try better or or fake harder, (laughs) try harder or fake better. Those are the two options. And, uh, so for me, I'm like, uh, I'm not going to try harder. I think I'm just going to fake it and like fake, like I'm cool, like fake, like, ah, it doesn't bother me. So like, instead of trying at things, like things kind of turned into a joke for me. Mm-hmm. Of like, uh, I don't know. Like, well, I wasn't trying anyway, even if I messed up and failed. But in my heart, I'm like, oh, man, I was really trying and I really didn't want to mess up and fail. Right. And so uh, it was kind of just this rat race of stuff. But here's the deal. There was always somebody who was better than me at stuff and that ate at me because there was nothing, uh, nothing that I could like really own. And so um, 
man, like what I picked up from that um, and, and what I really tried to convey in the message is like, man, God loves us whether we're winners or losers, whether, whether we're the best, whether we're not. Uh, there's always going to be somebody better than you. God's called you to be perfect. We can't be perfect. So now what? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think further down the road, it's like just what, what Jesus always gives us is he always gives us hope. And it's this hope of knowing like he died for the imperfect. He died for, he didn't die for the best. <laughs> like that, that's not like if you're the best of the best and you're perfect, like that's not why he died. He died for the ungodly. He died for the imperfect. He died for the screw up, for the mess up, for the person that's faking better or trying harder. Like mm-hmm. he, he died for that person. And so, um, man, one, that doesn't mean that we stay there, but uh, it definitely means that those things don't have to define us anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, it even sounds like when you were in that spot and you were seeing these other people who were better than you at all of these things, like you kind of wanted... You didn't want to. You didn't want to show that you cared. So, and you didn't want to go for it because you didn't want to then fail or people to see you as not good enough. Absolutely, and then see that it bugged you, right? Yeah, and people you all, thinking that I tried and failed and I'm failed. Like, that's like the biggest thing in the world for me. That right. I'm just like, oh, that'd be. So awful. You're like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play it really cool yeah, here. Nothing matters. Like nothing bothers me. No, I'm good. Whatever. If I don't try, it doesn't really matter if I don't make it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like. In uh, young adults' lives, there's so many things like that that, man, we, we really know deep down that we want to go after um, or that God is calling us to go after, but we don't even get started because we're so scared of what other people will think. Yes, and even with that, when there's these things that we want to go after, uh, kind of one of the first things I brought up was that there's kind of two people. There's people who see the thing that they want, and then there's people who see the thing that gets in the way of what they want. Mm. And so, so many people, they see what they want to go after. They see this, this desired future, but instead they see these deadweight habits that are holding them back. Like, I'll never be that because of my work ethic. I'll mm-hmm. never be that because of my lack of discipline. I'll never be that because of, the, like, how I communicate. I'll never be that because, you know, I'm this number on the Enneagram. And so, like, we hear this over and over and over again, and that's the tape that you run for yourself. Mm. That's, that's the negative self-talk that you have. And here's the deal. I'm not a counselor. I'm not trying to, like, counsel you into, like, you know, you need to do that. Yeah. But what you see is what you think, and what you think is what you become. Right. And so it is retraining that brain. It is saying, no, like, I, that's not what God sees when he looks at me. Um, you know, he sees Jesus' perfection in me when I follow him. And so, like, that's how we retrain that brain. And, and we retrain it with, with those thoughts and with those uh, promises in scripture of, like, no, I'm not lazy. Like, no, I, I am disciplined. And, and walking through those, yes, there's some hard work that's put in there. We talk about this every single week. There's next steps. There's next steps. There's next steps. And you got to take them. <laughs> you can't just be like, well, I talked about it. Well, I thought about it. Like, you have to do it because at mm-hmm. the end of your life, you get to heaven. What does God say? He doesn't say, well, let's say, well thought, good and faithful servant, enter into that line rest. He says, well done, good and faithful yeah, servant. So there is, a, there, is, there is responsibility with this revelation. So there are actions that have to come from this. But so many times, like what you said, it's this, this running loop in your head of, yeah, but I'm not good enough because of this. Yeah, well, I have this addiction or this problem or this mm-hmm. habit that's holding me back. So why do I even try? Why should I even start? So right. exactly what you're saying. Well, I, I love that. And, and for you, John, like, was there a moment in your life where things switched, where you had like an aha moment and you're like, wow, like, 
I may never be good enough as these other people that I'm comparing myself to, but I'm going to start because I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously I made fun of the Enneagram, but I'll, I'll get serious about it for a second. Uh, so I'm a six on the, on the Enneagram and I know, uh, Schlayton Schlinkley over here is as well. And so, uh, man, just a common thing with that is, is what motivates me is fear. Mm-hmm. And this fear of not being good enough, this fear of not being a great leader, this fear of all these different, you can X, Y, Z, I probably have a fear of it. Um, and so that's something that's held me back a lot. And so one of the things for me is just constantly doing things that scare me and I hate it. And there's, you know, there's a difference between doing things that stretch you and stress you. And so it's not something where it's like, let's, let, you know, let, let's just stress you right away. Um, it's like, okay, l- let's take a step. What's that thing that's going to stretch me? And as a leader, that's ultimately how I've grown. Um, and it's been people like you, Bryce, along the way, people like Emma, people like Clayton that ha- have brought up a new idea. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. I don't know how we're going to do it. Scares me to death. Scares me to death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I just know it's the right next step. Mm. And so let's figure this out. Let's do this. I think about even the very first retreat we had for the point. Um, I'm like, it wasn't even my idea. It was your idea. <laughs> and I'm like... I wouldn't go that far. Oh, for sure. And so you're like, dude, we should do a retreat. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And it scared the crap out of me. I'm like, even for me... And this yeah, well, is we, the- we had the idea and then we're like, John, figure it out. Well, That's no. why it scared well, you. And here's the deal. Here's what I love because... You know, you've got people around you that have a different perception of you even. And so even for me, I was like, dude, we're going to have like 25 people. Like nobody's going to come. Right. So I did all these things. I, I priced it super low. I did. Uh, John's like, we got to we gotta like pay people to come to the retreat. Oh, seriously. No I was like, I was going to hand these things out like hotcakes. I was like, right. you get a ticket. You get a ticket. Like I was going to give everybody Please, a ticket. Please, like yeah, promise. Uh, yeah, yeah, what do I have to do? What do I have to say to get you there? Because I just don't want to go alone. I don't want to throw this thing and 10 people show up. And I'm like, oh, man. This is awful. So right. and people are going to look at me and think I'm a failure because I'm leading this and I have zero influence, um, which so for me, I'm like I even budgeted uh, off of a certain number. I planned for a certain number and we well exceeded that you and you were sitting over here and you're like, we're going to I was like, we're going to have 2000 people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, no, just so, way so, in the clouds. Yeah, absolutely. So and we know our personalities. Right. So I'm like, dude, we could we're probably safe to assume that your number, my number, we can split that, <laughs> split the difference. And that's probably where we're going to land. Yeah. That's a healthy goal. Um, you know, whether or not we meet it or not. Uh, and so that was something that was tough. That was something, uh, that I realized about myself is like, I'm motivated by fear. Mm-hmm. I'm motivated by the fear of failure. I'm motivated by the fear of people looking at me and not seeing a success. I'm motivated any, any, any single time. Maybe I communicate and I, I just bomb it. Like comedians have this thing where, um, when they're like, when they get done with a set, uh, you might hear something like, man, you killed it. You might hear something like that um, because the way that it's, that it's even said is like um, if when you get on stage, you either kill it or it kills you. <laughs> like right. there's only two. Yeah. And you know it, Bryce. You've communicated. Sure. And like we probably both walked off stage before and been like, like oh, dude, man. it killed me. Yeah. And we've also walked out of stage and we've been like, we killed you know, it. You don't Yeah, thing, we know right? it. Yeah, I get it. I know. Uh, sure. So we've had those. And that's the thing. And it's not bad. It's not good. It's all a way of life. And just understanding that, like, your success isn't amounted to always what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, your success is amounted to who you become. And so just realizing that over time, over time, over time, 
you're becoming something. Mm. <laughs> and this is what we talked about with those in their 20s and 30s. Is like every decision we make now is training for a future moment. Every decision we make now shapes who we become. And you may be more on the 30 edge and uh, this still applies to you. You could be in the 40 edge and this still applies to you because you have a future. And what you do now affects your future. Absolutely. And so the question is what do you need to do today to affect your tomorrow? And yeah. that's kind of what we talked about, bringing it back. So getting it out of the clouds, bringing it back down to earth. It's what's the next step? Again, you don't have to kill all these bad habits at once. What's the one step you need to take today? Yeah. What is the one thing that you're like, man, I think I could do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, you just keep taking those steps. You're going to look back and you're like, I never imagined I could have walked this far. I never imagined. And, and that takes good community around you probably. That takes, um, man, that takes some discipline. Uh, but at the end of the day, you take those steps. And uh, man, you, you know, um, it's tough, but, but that's what it takes. It just takes taking the next step. Yeah, and it sounds like for you in that time when we were doing the retreat and things, uh, and, and there were some of these fears of like, is this even going to work? You did rely on people around you, community, to. to help stretch you and to help bring you along when your fears were coming out. So I think that's a really good tool. Are there any other tools like that? I mean, we always talk about like having these tools in our toolbox for when the time comes that we need to use these tools. Is there other tools that you've used to kind of reshape or, or help stretch you or help remind you, um, not of the obstacle that's in the way, but of who you want to become? Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, I mean, first glance, always the people around you. And I know we kind of hit on that. That's huge. You got to have those people around you. But I also think, man, uh, you just have to have, and we we talked about this in other podcasts. We talked about this at other times. But, like, you got to have margin. When you Mm -hmm. run, 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 go, 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 you never sit with your thoughts. Like, yeah, you you will run into problems. You won't know yourself. The key is knowing yourself. That's why, I mean, I make jokes about the Enneagram, but I'm like, it helps you understand yourself. So whether you like it, dislike it, whether it's, you know, next in line to the Bible or it's, you know, it, it's, you know, you don't even reference it. Uh, and I used to think that stuff was a sham. Um, but I'm like, man, the, the better I can get to know myself, the better off we are. And so that's one of those things where I know this isn't like a huge tool. You might be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I'd say after this, man, just take like 30 minutes. And just sit with yourself. If it's super tough, then there might be some things to assess there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like, man, honestly, like, <laughs> I enjoy myself. There's some introverts sitting out here. They're like, I'd do like two hours. Like all day. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe the opposite. Why you do know? I have to leave the house? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm like, man, sit with, sit with your thoughts. Um, sit in prayer. Sit in scripture. Uh, those are two easy ones. I know those are Sunday school answers. But just do it because there's so many times we talk about it and we're like, yeah, yeah, I already know that one. Well, do you do it? Mm -hmm. No, you know? Right. So like, this is a time to be like, okay, right now, after I do, after I listen to this, like, or, I mean, you could just cut us off right now. We don't have anything that revolutionary. (laughs) Uh, Like, I'm just going to, you're right. I'm going to, I'm going to sit there and read some scripture because what you'll see in scripture or you'll see promises. And those promises are how you outweigh those negatives in your life mm. where you say, you know, you can, um, uh, you, you know, where you're just like, okay, um, I know I've talked about this in the past as well, where you're like, okay, I've got, I've got, man, I've got all these negative thoughts. Bible says, take every thought captive, like, and use it for his good. Uh, there's all these things where it's like, man, I've got all these goals and all these dreams. Perfect. Like he'll give you the desires of your heart when you delight yourself in him. So like, continue continue reading these promises don't take it out of context 
but like you can use these con- these these promises that God has given you uh, because it's just so easy to have negative talk. It's so easy to like put yourself down or think less of yourself and compare yourself to those around you now more than ever social media uh you know all these different areas you can compare yourself i compare myself to the best speakers in the world and i'm like i suck well of course i'm not one of the best speakers. like i'm not there i haven't had the time i haven't put in the hours but because it's so accessible i'm like man i'll never be that Right, because man, I'm not disciplined enough. Um, I don't have that personality. I'm not outgoing enough. Um, I I get nervous. I fumble over my words. My vocabulary is not very great. Um, I, I get in my head. I there's all these. You're things seeing I what could gets say. in the way. I see what gets in the way. Yeah, and it's overcoming that. It's combating that with some truths from scripture. That's Absolutely, an easy one. Yeah, and I think something that uh, would be helpful because it really is all over scripture. These truths and these like affirmations that even God gives his people, his chosen people. And uh, for me, something that I found helpful, and I totally stole this, but I, I'm going to share it because I stole it, it. So you can Own steal it. it. Um, but is writing these like daily affirmations um, has been really, really helpful for me. And, and I don't do it every day, but um, even times where I'm about to do something that really pushes me or stretches me outside of my comfort zone, I will do these affirmations just to remind me of who God's called me to be. So an example of, of one that I I would write is like, I am a child of God. Or if like, I'm working on being more courageous and I want to be more bold in my decisions, I will write, I am bold. I am a a courageous decision maker, or I take massive action, or maybe like I'm, it's something that I want to work on loving people better. I love people. Well, it's one of the most important things that I do. So I'm just reminding myself of these things that I want to be true. I'm not seeing what gets in the way. I'm seeing exactly who I want to become and who these, uh, what God has already called me to be right. Jeremy said the other week, uh, we, we wait and, and we ask like, God, who are we supposed to be? What do you want from us? He, he's not calling us. He's already created us to be. And he tells us in scripture what that looks like. And so it's just taking those things and writing those down and reminding yourself. And it's not something that you can do once and and be like, okay, I did it once. That's going to stick with me forever. No, this is a daily thing. This is a weekly thing. Um, I've even heard of, you know, you hear of like Craig Rochelle, these amazing pastors and speakers um, who who speak. and, And we just think, you know, we're talking about communicating. We think that they just get on stage and and they can speak God's word so courageously. But I even know like he does that every time before he goes and steps on stage is he is reminded of God, who God calls him to be. So affirmations, really helpful. Do you have something there? Yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Just talk yourself up. Like, you know, it's almost like putting on these rose colored glasses. Uh, One, like know that this isn't just a Christianese thing. Mm -hmm. Like this is, like Tony Robbins preaches this. There's a, there's a lot of people out there, like a lot of counselors will say this, a lot of motivational speakers a lot will say this, a lot of just coaches will say these things. So I know you could be sitting there and you're like, this is a total load of crap. Like, I just want to let you know, this isn't just like a Christian thing that people do. Yeah, like this good. is also, uh, this is like a science thing. Right. So um, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, absolutely. There's that quote for a reason. I, I be, my actions become what I think about, you know, absolutely. That, that you mentioned. Um, so, okay, so on this idea that, um, man, not wanting to mess up, not wanting to be seen as a failure, when is a time that you, you did take that chance, you acted courageously, and you did mess up, you failed per se? Um, and what did that look like? Like, did you have to forgive yourself? Or what was that like coming back to reality moment like for you? Oh, man. Um, 
I haven't seen any of these questions, so I, I'm going to try to process through this. Yeah, it's fine. As we go. Um, one, there, there are so many times I've failed. First off, let me say this. Any time that you have failed, you humiliated yourself, think of another time somebody you know has humiliated themselves. You probably can't. Right. Because you're so self-obsessed with yourself and nobody else cares. So even for me, I'm like, oh, I totally know my failures, but I could never think of one of Bryce's. I could never think of, you know, anybody else's. So I'm like, it's probably not that big of a deal when you do fail. I, I you know, I don't think that, at least for me, I don't know if I've necessarily had anything super publicly, but at the end of our year-end review that we do for, for working at North Point, um, there's always one question, what was the best day and what was the worst day? And so I could pull from one of my worst days. And so what we did um, is we kind of had, had an event here um, not too long ago. And man, just from the stage, I pushed it, I pushed it, I pushed it. It was one that I was actually like leading and, and coming up with a lot of the, the stuff for it, something we'd never done before. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was pushing it, I was pushing it. I was using my influence to get people there. I was pulling all the cards. I was doing all the tactics I knew. And I, I really believed in it. So I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. Gonna a work. lot of people are connected. It's going to work. And, you know, I didn't do it just because I'm like, it's to get people somewhere. I did it because I was like, I really truly believe this is going to be helpful for you. You know, I obviously had good intentions for yeah. it. And, uh, you know, I, I would say numbers wise was not even close. Uh, the atmosphere when I got to the event, I was like, this is awful. I was like, what did I do? Like, what did I do? I was like, anybody who's here is probably having an awful experience. And so um, the thing is, it, it, from my standpoint, it was terrible. Uh, from others, you know, I, here's the deal. No one's probably going to tell me how bad it was. I just know how bad it was for myself. <laughs> um, but you can always find the good from these things. And the thing is, why do you do something like that? Why do you throw these events? Why do you have these conversations? Why do you, why do, you do these things? Uh, man, so that one life can be changed. So that some, one person can walk out different than what they came. So that one person can take a next step. And so uh, – Man, for me, in those moments, I definitely had to lock in, and and there was. There was like one or two success stories from it, which I was open for a lot more than that. But what I had to do was just lock into those one or two things. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know what? If we only did it for these one or two people, it was worth it. Yeah. Like, I'd do it again for that. Now, you know, yes and no. I'm like, oh, I probably wouldn't have put in as much time as I did because I like there was one night I stayed up like all night prepping something and we didn't even use it. So I'm like, man, there were, there were so many things where I'm just like, why did I do that? I'm frustrated and I burned myself out doing it and it's not something I could do forever. But um, it was definitely something where, um, man, I just had to lock on to the one or two things where I'm like, well, what was the real reason of this? What was the real success in this? Why did I do this? And why I did it was that one or two lives could be changed. And I was like, man, I saw one or two people take next steps. So it was worth it. Was it? Yeah. I'm like, your failures probably aren't even a failure. Yeah. And you could, they could be where you totally got up and you did a stand-up routine and it killed you and it was awful and nobody clapped or whatever. But man, you're the product. So now you have that under your belt and that's going to be a great story for later. And now you know what not to say. <laughs> exactly. Well, right? yeah. You're just like, yeah, now you know, hey, I've already had the worst set of my life so I can't right. get any worse. It's now. only but, uphill from here. Yeah, absolutely. So th- there's always a win in things and I'm not saying you got to just like, 
you know, polish a turd and find it. Um, like, because you've done that. Absolutely. Yeah. Who hasn't? Gosh. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, even with this idea of perfection, like, I'm, I know I've gone through the week before and I'm like, man, there's a lot of good stuff that's happened this week, but there's some bad and maybe it's only one or two bad, but I'm going to completely let the bad just overwhelm any good yes. that's happened. Yes. And because I'm, I'm, I then become focused on the bad and then I think I'm a failure because I've messed up and then I, I become unhappy and I try to just sit in that because I'm, fo- because I'm becoming what I'm focusing on. So I am focusing on the bad. I am sitting now in these bad feelings. I'm now sitting in this bad moment. Whereas if I could just re-kind of frame my mindset of like, man, this bad thing happened. Yes, like I have learned from this. Man, I shouldn't do this again. It sucks. Um, But look at all these good things that either came out of this or look at all these good things that are going on in my life. Like I actually have it really, really good. And when I can reframe my mind like that, it really helps me kind of stay on track, stay focused, and um, even be more empowering and more valuable to the people around me because I'm giving off kind of even what I'm thinking about. And John, you talked about this, uh, this like, hey, like you're the only one that sees your failures or you're the only one that thinks of yourself. Well, even think about when you walk into a room, right? Like a big room full of people. It's really crowded. And all, I don't know if this has happened to you, but it's happened to me. All you can think of is like, wonder what everyone thinks of me. I wonder what everyone is, you know, thinking right now. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, am I doing this right? But here's the thing. Everyone else in the room is thinking that same exact question. Right, so everyone is focusing in on them. Yeah, and, and that's um, man. We we do have a kind of have approach that's called arrows out, and so that's one of the things where man, if you really want to help people, stop thinking about yourself. <laughs> like no one else is thinking about you, and it's not not in like a rude way, um, not in like a, to tear down your self confidence or anything, but like you overreacting and overanalyzing your actions. They're not helpful for anybody. They're not helpful for you, and no one else is overanalyzing your re- reactions, and like no one's gonna remember that anyway. And so for you, I mean, self confidence is key, and I think to gain more self confidence, know yourself better, mm-hmm. and and that comes with man taking some of those tests. And so, how do you lead yourself? Well, first you gotta know yourself, and so that is important to know. Well, I think I overanalyze things. I think that I lack self confidence. I think that I. Uh, naturally do these things so know that um, you're probably on one end of the spectrum and you're probably more on the unhealthy side so like even more than that other people aren't thinking that so you can naturally come uh, a little bit a little bit more the other way on that but yeah it's just this approach of arrows out if you want to help other people and actually see them look at them Mm -hmm. understand them listen to them uh don't be so caught up in oh what's the next thing am i gonna say how am i gonna keep this conversation going oh my gosh i'm so nervous i'm you know insecure about this like everybody has grace because everybody's been there. Right. So, and if they don't, like, they're probably not people you want to talk to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and that comes from even seeing uh, yourself as God sees you. And then oh, because yeah. of that, you can extend that love where you're like fully in that moment and you're like, I care enough about you that I'm not, I, it doesn't matter what I have to say. I just want to listen. Yep. I love it. What's the biggest thing that you want to leave young adults with? Yeah. Uh, this is kind of off topic, but maybe I'll, I'll try to tie it in. Uh, but one of the things that I'd say is, man, the best offense beats the best defense. I know that goes against sports. Well, the Chiefs are playing. Absolutely. So that's like why the Chiefs are going to beat the 49ers. So it's just uh, my oh, shameless wow. plug Shout right out. there. Shaten, we know how Shaten 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 Sha
No, I, I mean, uh, when I say that, it is like, I know a lot of times where, where I said, hey, what do you see? Do you see the thing God called you to be? Or, or do you see the thing that gets in the way? I think so many times we sit here and we're like, man, I have this addiction. I have this mess up. Uh, let's just take uh, pornography. Um, man, I, I've got this thing that's holding me back, pornography. And so many people I, I, I've set in groups. I've set in uh, one-on-one conversations. I've set like... There's so many people who are just like, man, I just need to not do it. I just need to stop sinning. I need to – and yes, but that's not helpful. You sitting there all day just white-knuckling it trying to be like, oh, I need to not do this. Mm-hmm. I need to not do this. Like that's playing defense. Like there's a time in your life for you to go play offense. And so this is your opportunity to be like, man, I will mess up. I might fail, but I'm going to go 1,000 a miles a minute and, and go after this. And so uh, you know, that's why it says like are you actively seek- seeking him? Are you actively seeking God or are you just sitting back there trying not to sin? Mm -hmm. And so, man, that's where I'd say, hey, uh, go on offense. I know that there's things that you feel like you're you're disqualified. I know there's things where you're like, man, but this really holds me back. Um, Man, but see past that. Mm -hmm. See who God's called you to be and understand that, like kind of what we talked about, as you take next steps, God will chip away all those things that don't look like him in your life. And so allow him to do that. Continue to take those next steps. Play offense. Quit playing defense. There's a time. There's a time where where you gotta uh, you know lace up those cleats and, and you gotta move forward. And so this is your opportunity to seek Him. And I know those days that I actively seek Him, that I start off fresh with that, and I am full. Mm-hmm. And, and I do get filled up by Him. And I do get fed as a you know that's more of a Christianese word. But I'm like I do. And those temptations aren't as prevalent. Those that negative self talk isn't as bad. Those um, those things that I could easily see get in the way. Instead, I have a clear view right from the get go of the day. And so that's what I'd encourage for you, uh, man. Go on offense, seek him, and uh, and don't stop taking those next steps. Yeah, you become what you focus on, and to become the person you want to be, you got to start playing offense. I love it, John. So helpful. I just want to thank you for your leadership and um, your uh, willingness to just uh, give back and, and share what you've Stop. learned with uh, people Stop. like me. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it, it's awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Appreciate it.